Welcome to Cybercast. Welcome to Cybercast 051, and we are here with the usual cast, Ty. What's up? We have Dick. What's up? And we have Tosh. Hello. And this week, we are going to discuss a few interesting stories. Uh, let's start off with just uh, the regular tech stuff. YouTube uh, basically released their subscription service for uh, videos. It's called YouTube Red. And it costs, uh, what, $9.99 a month or $10 a month? Yeah, uh, who who signed up for it? For YouTube Red? Yes. It's a negative for I. You, Dick? Okay. Yeah, I did today. Now, I first heard about YouTube Red on my, my phone when I used YouTube. Mm-hmm. had no idea what it was. And then today I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go sign up and see what it's about. And on my phone it said, uh, "Start free trial," and after that's twelve ninety nine. And then I go online. Uh, and then I go online. It says nine ninety nine. But it's it's funny. I was gonna do it to my phone. I didn't. I was like, that says twelve ninety nine. I said on my computer it says nine ninety nine. So I'm gonna sign up on the nine ninety nine one. But you know, yeah, you know why that is, free. right? Why? Because you have an iPhone and Apple takes a, a cut of any subscriptions on the phone so or anything signed up through uh, the iOS devices. And so what the companies do now is they give you, if you go on the website, they give you basically a deal so that they get the same price either way. Really? Yeah. That's sneaky though. It's sneaky, but that's what happens. When you know when a company takes percentage of subscriptions, you know, like when you sign up for um, when you sign up for Netflix on the iTunes store, right? You you basically have Apple now knowing that you get a subscription. Apple takes a cut of that. Of course, Netflix doesn't increase the price one way or the other. But um, when Apple knows that something is being charged, that's why that's why Amazon and Apple have relationship where they just don't do don't they don't do well together. Like when Amazon bought uh, when they bought the Comixology. You remember yeah. when when they bought Comicsology? Whenever you wanted to buy any comics, you'd have to go then to the website, buy the comic, then save it to yourself. Then you can go read it now on Comicsology. Rather than we back in the days before Amazon bought it, you could just buy it on Comicsology. Hmm. On Amazon. Yeah. But uh, Dick, did they state in the app that um, you could rather go to the website where it's cheaper, or no. didn't they do that? See, no. that is something I have have a real gripe with. Like, but the I, thing is, um, if you look at the price and you you're fine with it, then you're gonna accept it. But I was like, that's an odd number. But yeah, there was nothing that said go to the website. I, it was just coincidence. Um, no, but but the thing is, say you didn't know it, right? Right. And you were like, okay, I'm fine with it. I'm gonna pay twelve ninety nine, and then like maybe a month or two months later, you see, hey, wait, hold up, it's actually nine ninety nine. Like, I'm paying three bucks more. Really? Right. Well, you know? there, there are many different prices actually, because now if you actually sign up for Music Key before, remember Google had the Music Key, that was seven ninety nine. So technically, you could be paying seven nine nine for this because because YouTube. So if you Red, had that, you have YouTube Red. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is that YouTube Red actually gives you mu- Google Music as well. Or if you have Google Music already, it does? yeah, yeah. So basically, if you pay for YouTube Red, you get Google Music f- included. If you already pay for Google Music, you actually get YouTube Red already. 
Yeah, so, okay, but like the music key, I get because it's kind of like okay, early adopters. If you sign up within this set amount of uh, days, you get that set price for lifetime. I kind of get that, and that is coming from the company, right? Mm-hmm. But like having two prices on on the iPhone and on the website, yeah, come on. I would be like, okay, say. I didn't didn't know about it before, but I mean, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's for Apple get its cut. Yeah, 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 but the thing about it is that because like Google would rather Apple get a cut of the twelve nine nine than the nine nine nine. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. (laughs) Totally get that. But But in all fairness, that's how it should work, right? I mean, you just paid nine nine nine, and Apple gets a cut from that nine nine nine, right? Yeah, yeah that's, I think, that's what I feel as a customer. Right, that's, that's how, how right, that's how it should be. And that's what Ty is that's what Ty has an, a disagreement with, right? Ty, you would rather YouTube just charge you 999 yeah, either way. Doing, exactly. I don't agree with it either. I mean, but what are you like, going to do? If if the the Apple or the iTunes experience is significantly different than the regular subscription, then it could be justified, but yeah, if it's but, not, then it's a ripoff. It's no, a no, ripoff. As soon as you sign up online, it's activated on your phone, so you know, exactly. Uh, experience, even if it was better on your phone, you still have it for ninety nine nine by going to the website and, and signing up. So that's what I did. I signed up on the website, and I went back to that page on my phone, and it said you have Red already. And I was like, okay. So, Dick, let me ask you, why is it that you signed up for Red? I just wanted to. I actually forgot about it. I was gonna do it when they first asked me, first two times. It's like I'll do it later. Okay. And I forgot, it. and then when it come up, when it came up as a topic for us. I decided I'm gonna do it. Well, I'm thinking about it now, mm-hmm. and I'm actually gonna try to use it. There's a there's actually recently I've been listening to YouTube in the vehicle, just listening mm-hmm. to because I no longer have a premium uh, Spotify account. I wasn't using it enough, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if I'm gonna get back to it. Well, I'm no, sure you, who, the, who has one. What's that again, Dick? Still has a premium Spotify account. I know Tosh. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, Tosh does. Yeah. But, Dick, but so, so, if if, uh, if Google uh, Music is is included with YouTube Red, then there would be no need for a premium Spotify account, right? Exactly, exactly. I was just yeah. gonna say that basically now you you have spot you have a music uh, subscription. With Google now. Music, you can you can get as many songs as Spotify. It's, it's about as it's comparable. It's comparable. I've never used. Yeah, I I, I used <laughs> it. I used all of them so far, and. Uh, uh, it, it's comfortable, the, you know. Uh, Spotify beats all of them in terms of the playlist and the social aspects of it, right? Um, everybody but else. social, but on on Google Music, they let you listen to an album. Yes. From yes. start to finish. Okay, that's, right, that's what's important. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I find interesting about YouTube Red mm. is because Google Play Music is also included into that deal, but the way they market it. It doesn't seem like Google Play is a part of it. Yeah, no. Well, I didn't know that. That actually is, you know, and, and, signed, the thing, and I signed up. Right? And the thing is, that is such a big selling point on paying nine ninety nine mm-hmm. for free ads on YouTube. Because most of the people, eh, they think when they see that, okay, nine ninety nine for free ads. Hmm. I might think about it, but if they hear it like, and you get Google Play Music with it, <laughs> then it comes a totally different uh, train of thought, right? 
Right. It's and almost like it's yeah. almost like they, what they did was okay. So people signed up for one. If you actually with this new program, if you happen to sign up for one, guess what? You get the other one. Now, if you decide that well, Google Google Music is not that important to you, um, but YouTube Red is important to you. You sign up for this one. Guess what? You have the other one. It's sort of a bonus. It's like if you, if if you're interested in one, you get the other. But if you're interested in both, guess what? You only have to pay us once. What's the other music company that we were talking about? I can't remember the name to save the life of me. Oh, but- do you mean the? Uh, related to Jay Z, man. Come on. Hi, yeah. Uh, title. F- title. There you go. <laughs> Did we all forget it? Yeah. <laughs> it's sad. I guess, I mean, I, it's we, sad. Yeah, we named that title. Title is dead already. Didn't we name that title? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, and that's sad that it's not on, our, on, our, on the tip of our tongues. Like I had to reach. Wow, I was thinking Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is sinking like Titanic, Dick. <laughs> but no, they were trying to market video too, right? See, I think, uh, and that's what. Uh, you know, they're trying to market music and videos. Yeah, well, guess what? Google Music has videos as well. Yeah, I didn't really know that, but I think with this YouTube... So does Apple Music, for that matter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, like, you saying it, seeing it as a bonus, right, Clay? Mm-hmm. From a marketing standpoint, uh, uh, viewpoint, I would say really collaborate with, okay, it's going to be play music, you're going to be able to play your music, and we got the YouTube free ads... And we got a whole lot of bunch of video content that's only exclusive to YouTube Red, right? Mm-hmm. That makes it so much more interesting. Yeah, they kind of do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and that makes it so much more interesting to pay nine ninety nine than to just hear, okay, you're getting YouTube free of yeah. ads. Mm-hmm. I think that what happened here is that Google hasn't fully gotten behind this yet. I think that they're going to push this a little bit harder later. I feel that this is almost like a soft launch. Like if you, um, you know, if you're a Google user, like how Dick got notified. How'd you get notified, Dick? An email or, or something? No, oh, it's going on YouTube. Oh, oh, okay. Really? That's the thing, though. It's uh, it is a soft launch in the sense that it's not even available here. Oh, it's not. In, in the Netherlands, it is. It's not. No, this almost always the case with these things, sadly. <laughs> but sorry, guys. In all fairness, YouTube's a website. <laughs> you get you get all the good green first. What are you saying, Tosh? In all fairness, YouTube is is a, is a website, a platform. So there's not really an excuse for not releasing it worldwide, right? Mm, right. Scaling is actually very complex and and probably takes a lot of resources and money. So that's why they do it in in phases. If they could, I think they they would just do it internationally. It was that easy. Yeah, yeah probably, true. probably also has to do with uh, rights, deals, and yeah, rights and deals and stuff. And, yeah, money. Yeah, I guess. And also, uh, I mean, YouTube faces out everything they do. Also, with changes to the interface. Mm, I don't know. I mean, uh, Android basically does that, right? Don't doesn't Android do things in stages, Ty? Right? I mean, how do you mean? Like so, basically, you know, you, you phones, guys, so. yeah, on their phones, basically, don't you? You guys don't always all get the same like updates. No, some phones get it first. Yeah, I hear it all the time where I'm listening to this yeah. week in Google and say, "Oh, did you get the update yet?" It's like you know, weeks go by. Oh, oh, I just now got the update. You know. <laughs> yeah. Are you taking a jab at? at <laughs> <laughs> Any chance he gets? <laughs> I know. <it's> like, <laughs> Well, that has more to do with um, how you call it the carriers, yeah, stuff like that. So, like uh, updates on like apps. Sometimes they do phase it, but a lot of times it's just everybody all together. Mm. Yeah, 
Yeah, the OS is definitely face. It has to be face. Mm-hmm. Because well, uh, I already told the updating structure of how it goes, right? So, yeah. But, but Dick, since, since you're, you're the only one who's subscribed so far, um, what is the experience like? I haven't, I haven't even really get on, gotten into it. Um, what and, I, and gonna... Also, how is it different from uh, just using a, an ad blocker? Ad blocker? Yeah, because that's yeah. basically why they're doing it is because of ad blocking. Like, you know, people are blocking their ads now, so they can't. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I'm not, I'm not even blocking my ads. Yeah. So. I mean, PewDiePie basically went, you know, he basically is now urging people to go and sign up for YouTube Red and he's, you know, promising. Well, yeah, yeah. As, as a top huge YouTube channel, he has some uh, something some, to benefit right. from this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And especially he also has a deal with YouTube uh, getting his own show, right? Right. So that's only on sense. Red, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're using him. I heard about that. Yeah. He's a celebrity. But yeah, I, I haven't really used it. I, I was planning to use it in the in the car. Like I said, I used it recently, YouTube mm-hmm. in the car. Mm-hmm. I want to hear a specific song. But and I, what I don't know, can you listen to it with the screen off? Well, I guess you can because you have Google Music. Huh? So you answered my question. I was going to ask that. Wait, yeah. with YouTube? Well, he says if you sign up for Red, you have Google Music. Yeah, but the thing is with YouTube, if you got YouTube Red, you can listen to it with the screen off. Yeah, I think that's part of the new thing. Yeah, because they, because they know that a lot of people, especially kids, listen to sc- music on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it also that for um, say the the Billboard have one hundred that uh, YouTube streams uh, and stuff that they also count towards that that ranking? Oh, do they? Oh, uh, that makes sense. But, they do yeah. take streaming into account. I don't know if they take YouTube into account. It would make sense, especially Vivo, but I'm not too sure on it. Vivo, Vivo is is owned by MTV. Mm, no, oh, it's not. I, if I'm correct, Vivo is like a, a side corporation of the record companies who basically put up their own content and get a better deal in terms of ads. Mm. Oh yeah, it says, it says here Vivo is a is a uh, joint venture of Universal Music, Google, Sony, and Abu Dhabi Media. What? <laughs> yeah. Abu. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <it> okay. Says, <laughs> I'm like a bunch of money. A whole it, bunch yeah, of money. loads of money. It's just cash. Yeah, it was founded in 2009. All this time, I thought it was owned by MTV, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. What made you, what made you think that? I don't know. What, makes you, so sure. what makes you think that that long? That, My that, question. What made I think that what? What made you think that, that for that long? Like, I never what, really looked into it. Um, your Google's at your fingertips. Like, I know, I, I know. You know. You're right. I just never thought about it until just now. It hit me that I used to, th- I thought about that a while ago, and I figured, let me ask it. Maybe you guys know, and... Well, All right, cool. So, uh, anything else to say about this YouTube Red? Uh, Tosh, you you interested in giving this a shot now that uh, you know that uh, Google Music is a part of it? Well, I'm not really in the market for another streaming service because I'm but it's already thirty days free trial, both. right? Is it? Yeah, I think it's thirty free trial. Yeah. yeah, I think so. So you might as well try it. Yeah, yeah. In that case, I might. But yeah, just for a different experience. I don't know if, if that would justify the nine ninety nine for me. Mm-hmm. But but like let's say get rid of your your Spotify and do this with the two experiences for nine nine nine. Would you recommend that? 
you you used uh, Google Play, right? Yeah, I, I didn't mind it so much. Uh, right now, I'm on Apple Music. I'm paying the family plan, you know, um, mm-hmm. the fifteen dollars a month. And uh, I, this is interesting. I'm 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 not so sure if I can uh, ask the wife to switch again from you know all the different services <laughs> I've tried. I mean, shall I name them real quick? You know, uh, Beats, uh, Tidal, uh, Google Music, Apple, uh, Spotify. I mean, I've tried them all. To go along into all those. audio. Um, audio I actually did, but she, I never got her to jump on audio. I, I only once the ones I just named are the ones she came along with. Oh, okay. Uh, off, off, random question. Yes. You guys remember like your first web subscri- subscription ever? What was your first? Hmm. I remember her first paid subscription. Yeah. Yeah, online. I remember mine. What oh, was it? Netflix. Netflix. So, what year was that? Like oh eight, oh nine? I mean, uh, it might have been earlier. Really? Yeah, because I I did Netflix. Um, yeah, it was oh, definitely DVD, earlier. CDs. I did the DVDs. Yeah, I did. DVDs. I, you know what? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I've kind of forgot about that. <laughs> That's out of their business. That's yeah. wow. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, that that was a, to me. It was I amazing. I used Netflix too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sure did. Yeah, it was amazing. You what know about, how far we've come in that short of a time. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. What, what like, get, get them in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> That's so slow. <laughs> oh, it, wor- it worked though. I know, but I mean, think about it. that one Friday. No, nah, I know. What about you guys, uh, Ty? Your first subscription. My first subscription. I haven't had that much subscriptions online. I think only subscription I had was uh, for my web page, mm. which I don't have anymore. So, mm. oh, you mean like the hosting package? Yeah, hosting oh, and domain right. name. Subscription, but we'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like uh, yeah, no need uh, for subscriptions if you miss a sticky fingers, right? <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> Well, Jeez. speaking of sticky fingers, my first subscription was the Bang Bros. Wow. <laughs> You're not even joking, are you? <laughs> no, nah, that was like an old... I, it was for research, I think. Oh, I wow, for research. Wow. So I was like, you know what? I want to get into this. Like, I, want to, I want to do a web-based adult entertainment company. We could do some research, see what, what they do, how frequently. And then I just saw myself wasting time just uh, watching the content instead of doing so, so what would your company be called? <laughs> Uh, I already have one, but I, I can't say the name because I don't want to associate it with me. Oh gosh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, wow! I see a name popped up in my head. So. It's gonna be anonymous forever. <laughs> and you, you thought your first subscription? Um, my first subscription would be Xbox Live, I guess. Oh okay. If that counts. Yeah, that counts. Both year. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, I pay. I, I paid way too long, way too much for that subscription. Are you still an Xbox user? What year did you sign up? Um, I don't even know. Because that I might be the that might have one. been before 2010. Mm. Okay. I'm. I, I'm. To your question, I, I do have my Xbox still. I don't play on it much. The 360 but, you have then? Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I've long, long canceled my uh, life account. Okay. I'm done with the multiplayer <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah. Graduated, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people aren't as lucky, man. They get stuck in there forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
lose jobs and go. Yeah, yeah. They, they start they start playing World of Warcraft and, uh, and never that recover. movie's coming out. Uh, did y'all see the trailer? Which one? Warcraft. No. Really? Yeah, I saw it today. Really? Wow. Good. What I thought was funny is because like it said they're saying war is coming. I'm like, oh my god, they're they're stealing that line from Game of Thrones. You know, winter is coming. Winter is coming. Yeah. It's like evil. War is coming. <laughs> well, if there one is, if there's one franchise that can get away with lines like that, it's War Warcraft, I guess. Mm, yeah, I'm not too familiar I, with it. At all. Either them or uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, true. cool. So let's go to the next story. The Periscope app or Periscope is on the Apple TV box. That is a different uh, experience than what you would get when you're holding the the app in your hand. You know, it's. Uh, a sit a sit back lounge experience with uh, Periscope. Um, what do you guys think of uh, of the Periscope? Dick, like uh, Periscope, you you haven't used it before, right? Nope. But you know what it's like, what it is, right? Yeah, I know. I, from what my understanding is, you can pretty much turn on your phone, your camera mm -hmm. on this app or this platform, and people get to see what you're recording. It's live, right? Right. Okay. And it basically, you know, anyone can become a celebrity for the next five minutes or whatever, however long you would like to stream. People become celebrities? Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess. Why Why do people keep going to use it? They hope that one day they become famous, I guess. I don't know. I have a question, though. So what I'm understanding is how do you get found? Like, if I go on Periscope, what's going to make me find you, Clay, if you're live streaming now? Like, well, so if but something I don't know anything about you. like if something become if you follow me on Twitter already, you you probably follow me in Periscope because they they will import those uh, followers. Uh, uh, but uh, if you're on there and it's popular, and I guess it, it becomes it, it, there's a board at the front, right, uh, Tosh? There's a board, right? I, I, yeah, I there are two ways you can go about it. There's a list which uh, includes some of the more popular. Periscopers and also some random stuff, mm -hmm. um, and you can so, go about it uh, through, uh, you know, geographically. You just go to yeah. a map and you see the and places see where yeah. a periscope is going on, and you yeah. just yeah, indeed. go there. And, and like, yeah, Dick, if, say if you were subscribed to Clay and he's starting his periscope, you would get a notification on your phone that if you have Clay notifications is live. on. So if I have by the fact have a lot of right. followers or connections, you'll go off for each person. Other people don't don't do that often. Um. Well, that it's only if all your Twitter, uh, all the people you follow on Twitter are Periscopers as well. Right. Because okay. uh, let, let's say like my first Periscope was like something epic, like yeah. I get to see an execution, and I got this going on, and not that many people see it. Wow. And then, well, if you put in the right keywords. Or if you put in the right title, I guess, then it might attract a lot of attention. <laughs> oh, okay, so I can... Because you, you can recommend scopes as well, right? To, to your yes. uh, yeah. Twitter network or your Periscope network, basically. Right. Okay. I want to get a little clarification. I guess I got to use it to, to get... Yeah, it's interesting. You know, you could you could lose time doing this, honestly. So this this website start got started up Apple World today, and they um, basically do a podcast that they also Periscope, and so he he every day I or every week day I believe he he 
you know, puts out a notification, and then he goes through the news of you know what happened today in the world of Apple, uh, which is interesting. Yeah, the first does a similar thing. Oh, okay. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I hate to be that person, but the Verge to me, I don't know. They've lost it. Yeah, no, they lost their shine. Yeah, something about it just doesn't feel. I don't know. I you mean, still I use know, them though. I'm pretty. Yeah, I I read some of their stuff. But they link to their stuff. I do, but perhaps but the, I'm you know what? I, I prefer big? I prefer their text, their their um articles over their video content. Yes, I agree. I agree. What are you saying? I mean, about? they just have some good writers there. That, that's I think that's where they really shine. Mm. I said uh, they've gotten too big. Yeah, and maybe a little bit too arrogant. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we, when, maybe when we hit it big, I'll I'll, I'll understand why arrogancy is has to become <laughs> part of being famous. Yeah. yeah the whole Neilai Joss thing was pretty interesting, though. <laughs> Neilai and who? Josh, Joshua Topolsky. Oh, what happened? Well, Topolsky left, right? He was at the uh, New York Times now. Where is he? Uh, Bloomberg, Cola, I believe. Right? What did Dick say? That sound like Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> 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 no, Joshua Topolsky. I'm making fun of that guy's name. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, what I understand from it is like. Um, so Josh was the the head, uh, whatever function it is, right? Right. Then he like left to Fox, which is basically the mother company of The Verge. Then Josh was Vo- Vox, right? Yeah, Vox. Okay, yeah. Not not with the VOX. Yeah. The yeah, VOX, yeah. And then. Um, Joshua left, uh, I believe, Bloomberg. And yeah, then Eli came back in the position Joshua held at The Verge. Mm-hmm. And that was all in the span of like not even two months, I believe. Mm. <laughs> really? So what, did they have a falling out or something? Those are the rumors, but oh. nobody exactly knows except for the people who were really there. You know, so. mm. Yeah, well, yeah, those two people are boring, anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, like those guys. Sometimes they 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 are so uh, into hyping themselves up. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's, it's I get a little bit I, sickening, actually. I, I get what you're saying, especially uh, during that podcast. Especially Josh, always starting with his hair, and like <laughs> at one point, I was so fed up with it, like. Ugh, like stop it like no i mean they they basically were trying to do what the late night guys like uh, you know uh, were tra- they were trying to be late night guys you know like uh, uh the late night talk hosts uh you know like uh, Fallon True. or yeah, um, exactly True. and they actually had a show just like that so they did right yeah and th- that was actually a pretty okay show but the podcast was just uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Wow, was it that bad? <laughs> yeah, it was that. It, it became that bad, you know, because it was too much talking about nothing. And right. I, I'm here for the tech. Okay, a little, a little, you know, a little fun here and there. Fine, but like, I don't want to hear about your hair every single day, man. Come on. 
What did he say about his hair? Oh, my hair looks awful today. My hair, oh, my hair doesn't <laughs> look good. At, uh, and then he looks in the camera and like, eh. And he started the podcast of every time with that. Okay, first time it's funny. Second time, haha. Third time, get a life. And <laughs> during the 40th, 50th time, I was, it's just, it gets so annoying. It's like, yeah, stop it. How do you really feel about it? <laughs> well, now I'm just messing with you. How was his hair, though? Was it good? Was it nice? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it must have I been. got an afro, so. Uh, so Periscope, yeah, you guys, I guess, whenever you guys get your Apple TVs in the Eurozone there, perhaps you'll try Periscope. We already have it. The Periscope? I'm talking about an Apple TV. Uh, Is the Apple TV out already for you guys? Yeah, the 4.2. Oh, okay. Does it, does it allow you to stream from your Apple TV as well? No, because um, there's no camera. But uh, once once it is on your Apple TV, there's a like a basically you know a launch mode so that it it fills your screen properly. Wait, theoretically you could. How? With a GoPro. Oh. Because right now you are able to you use a GoPro as your streaming like your camera device and stream it through your phone. Right, but then it's still your phone. It's not the Apple TV. <laughs> Isn't they, they it? True, but they can rig it in such a way that yeah, they from could. GoPro. We're talking about is it now? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Theoretically, yeah, theoretically, that's why I said theoretically. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, the potential is there. Yeah, but for right now, no. No, but the interesting thing about um, the Periscope on the Apple TV, mm-hmm. there's no real way of interacting yet because you mean interacting you with your audience? Uh, or, well, or interacting as other way around interacting okay. as a user on an apple tv is what i heard is not really possible mm. because you can't connect a bluetooth keyboard i mm. don't believe you are able to you know the remote app doesn't work yet right nope, on, the, on the floor i don't think it's going to work for, according to some people yeah so it's more of a passive a passive Right, like uh, like experience. watching TV, like YouTube, right? When you're watching TV on uh, YouTube on your Apple TV, that's just a sit back and, you know, experience. Yeah, but sometimes, it, it, I don't know. You want to talk to the person who's doing the Periscope sometimes, right? At least I do. I do sometimes. You could talk to them? Yeah, you could you could type it. You could type your, your comments to them, and they you know they could. Uh... So it's gotta be adopted by the dog. We're wrong. It's gotta be. <laughs> it probably is already adopted by them. I just no, I don't, don't know. I just don't hang you in. Just the you just have to know how to find them, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't. Oh. I don't hang out in the dark alleyways of the internet, Dick. So I'm not so sure. You guys, are you guys familiar with Kick? With Kick. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not on kick anymore, but yeah, what, what that 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 got no, com- completely taken topic, over. Um, what was it for? What is it for? I deleted it. I got it, but I never used it. What was it for? It's just a messaging. Yeah, just a messaging platform. Well, I always got random messages, man. Yeah, yeah, but the thing about um, kick was it was basically sort of like BBM, right? Mm-hmm. So, like over here, a lot of people use WhatsApp. Sadly, but okay. But the thing is, it's connected to your phone number. Right. But with Kick, you 
basically got a un- unique identifier, which you can give to anybody you want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and know. then they can but add you for yeah. uh, for like adult meetups, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got yeah. Kick basically became. How did that happen? Does anybody know? Mm-hmm. You got me on that one. Or was it just because my name is Dick Daly? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it has sort of to do with the anonymity that the unique identifier gives you because you're not giving out your phone number, right? So right. basically, if you start talking to this person and this person is like a creep, yeah, you can just block them and they won't be able to find you unless they're really good, right? And yeah, also... <laughs> and also the thing also the thing with uh kick was you could you were able to just randomly talk to any type of username. I never found out so I was a real person. I thought I felt like it was some kind of setup. So <laughs> I never got into it. It seemed real shady to me. It probably was big. It was yeah. pretty big on Instagram for a while, right? What kick was? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Because people wanted to talk to each other. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They would put their kick name. But now they use Snapchat instead. They put their Snapchat name instead. <sighs> Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. Wait, I'm over that. Yeah, Although Snapchat uh, nowadays uh, doesn't delete content anymore, right? It or doesn't? something like that. Yeah, well, you can save oh, okay. some messages. Did you all know that Snapchat <laughs> lets the sender know that you take a picture, a screenshot of it? Yeah, it does. And I believe on Android is actually blocked. Huh? I believe on Android is actually blocked. I think. Man, dude, it was. I was like, I felt so ashamed. Oh god! <laughs> no, no, no. Because I was doing it, and then they respond with, "Really? A screenshot?" <laughs> That's really, uh, you know, like, I was like, oh, I, I didn't know I can do that. <laughs> <Okay>. Sorry. <laughs> why would you send me that if you didn't want me to? That's why they send that. it, because they're hoping that and people I would I know, just... but I was, I was just like, off, cut off guard. I was like, that's pretty rude, Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got caught. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right, so the next story on the, the next story on the, um, but any any final thoughts about the uh, Periscope uh, uh, Tosh, the app? Um, I I don't know. It, I think watching Periscope on a big screen TV without interacting with it, it's a bit of a weird experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, Periscope in general is sort of a weird platform. Mm-hmm. But um, weird in a good way or bad way? Just in an interesting way, I guess. Mm. It's fascinating. Mm. Let's let's uh, call it that. Because mm. um, yeah, if you just go around Periscope, just looking at random streams, you come across the most, you know, random, just unexplainable scenes. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I guess it, in that way it lends itself to TV. Yeah. How long? How long did you? I know you. You before the show, you said you you basically looked into it for your masters. How long did you? Did you? Uh, a few hours. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And and you would say that for for someone new to like a, a you know someone new to a mobile device is Periscope something you're gonna recommend to them? Or I wouldn't dive right in. I, 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 
it works well if you have Twitter and you have a, a decent, you know, list of people that you follow mm-hmm. who are also on Periscope, then at least you get steered towards some people at least that you would want to see. Right. One example is uh, Adam Lee. He's a guitarist who does a lot of stuff on, stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, he's addicted to Periscope because he's on there pretty much every day. Mm, okay. But most of the time, he's just in his uh, studio playing guitar, mm, which is okay. always a treat. So yeah. I tend to look at a lot of his uh, scopes. And he always engages uh, his audience as well. Okay. But yeah, if you're just you know jumping in randomly, you, you might get a little bit lost. Mm. One one cool thing though, uh, when I did my ob- observant participation uh, there, I came across uh, a stream by the two cast members of Two Broke Girls, mm, okay. who were scoping just during the lunch break in between takes. So that? yeah, well, I, I I mean it's just uh, I don't know. You, in a way, you get access to a lot of behind the places. Scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes stuff. Right, right. Like I think. Ellen does a lot of scopes right, right before or in between segments of her show. Mm, okay. You know? So, this so is yeah, a, it's a little bit of a behind-the-scenes thing as well. So this is a good brand engagement type of uh, platform. Yeah, it is. It is being used in that way by a lot of people and companies. So. Right. Okay, cool. Ty, any fav- final thoughts? Mm, no, not really. I think it's... Uh, a good idea. Mm. Uh, I would do would like Apple to be able for people to interact with uh, Periscope people. Mm. And I'm interested to see where Periscope will go in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Dick, final thoughts? Um, Non-Periscope user. I'm, uh, I think I'm going to check it out. I'm, what I'm scared to do is get sucked in some place that just drains your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. it's bad enough with the porn. Oh, gosh. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. I wanted to say use, um, what's the app called again? That was Snapchat. popular for a while. No, not Snapchat. You can only use it on desktop and you get get connected to random people. Oh my god, Chet Roulette? Chet Roulette. Yeah, Chet Roulette. Yeah, that that went south really fast. Sorry, sorry. Continue. I'm talking about the app itself. That went south. I mean, that thing just, wow. Wow. What happened to the app? Just, no, what you got when you got on there. It was just like, wow. Just penis? Pretty much. Wasn't it like 50%, you know? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Penis. At one point? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There's actually Sad, a YouTube man. guy who st- makes a channel out of his chat roulettes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Do you mean that guy who does really elaborate makeup work? Mm, Probably makeup not. Makeup work? No. Yeah, there's this guy who, who does like special makeup. He specializes in special makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't mean like a cosmetic, but like for movies. Oh, okay. He's actually he like does, uh, he actually works in the movie industry. I think he does. Okay. And he, you know, he styles himself after um, you know horror characters. So, mm. but really convincingly, and then he just go, goes on chat roulette <laughs> as a character. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No, he's like uh, made up like Freddy Krueger, and he's like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I don't remember his name though. Oh, okay. I'll try to research it, see if I can find it later. Um, so the Apple Watch. Um, I mean, this is a Mac rumors, I guess. Story. I'm not so sure if this is true or not. That they dropped the uh, the price by fifty bucks if you buy a new iPhone. I'm not so sure that's true. I've, I haven't seen any signage like that. I, I went to the Apple Store. I didn't see that. But uh, but what I've read about it is that it's only in certain areas. Oh. oh okay. So like San Francisco and. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Um, I'm wearing my Apple Watch now, and uh, I don't know. Fifty bucks is not enough to to, <laughs> to tell me that if I were to buy a new phone, you know, drop fifty bucks. I mean, they'd have to drop a hundred bucks for me to say yes. Just go, go ahead, add it to the purchase. Um, any thoughts on the Apple Watch dropping their price? Uh, or Apple watching uh, Apple dropping the price of the Apple Watch for fifty bucks with a purchase? Mm. Only with the purchase too. Yeah, only with a purchase, yeah. What do you think, Dick? Uh, I think it's pretty insignificant. I mean, but I don't know how many people would just buy a phone and be like, yeah, I'll just take the, the watch, too. Yeah. I, I guess there there are some people like that out there, but uh, it's not every every everyday person does that. Right. Well, if, if you take the, the cheapest iPhone model and the cheapest Apple Watch model, you'd still come down to like a thousand bucks, right? If you if you're talking about with a contract, Probably. yes, yeah, it's a thousand bucks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, six nine. Well, a little yeah, more. And then, than, yeah, and then yeah, and then a fifty dollar discount on a thousand bucks. Yeah, that that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's still nice to get a little discount. For fifty bucks. Fifty yeah. bucks to me is like a drop in a bucket, man. Like, I mean, it's the yeah, same as student discount you get at the Apple Store for any. You know, true, MacBook, true. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's absurd, That's, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Student discount is like, what? <laughs> I'd rather just pay full price for no reason. Just, <laughs> get out of here. Uh, the interesting thing I find is like, one, is only in certain areas, mm-hmm. which I don't get, but okay. But it only applies to cer- certain uh, Apple Watch models. So the Apple Watch Edition and the Hermes or Hermes or whatever it's called is you can't use it for those models. Well, guess what? You know, those people don't need the discount. Yeah, true. But the thing they'll, is, they'll get insult, insulted by discounts like that. I know, right? They'll be like, yeah, they will buy both of them together. No, 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 no. But like, if you do it for one thing, why not do it for the other thing? Like, no, I could t- yeah. look if you're gonna do a discount on only like the 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 bottom end. I could totally see that if they if if you know if you're gonna give a discount on like, the addition. Uh, I mean, if anything, I mean, fifty bucks is like okay. Seriously, like you know, just just give me a cup of tea when I walk into the store. You know, I mean, yeah, but, I mean yeah, why take it, it off of there though? That's all I'm saying. Mm. Because I mean, yeah, they won't, they won't. They're more than likely to buy them together. You know, right? Those people that, that but you yeah, don't need the discount. But why go out of your way and say it doesn't apply? Just leave it the discount. Mm, no, so that's what Ty, that's what you're saying, Ty. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You know, like are the one percent people that special that they don't deserve this kind? The thing is, the addition, <laughs> the addition ones, <laughs> the addition ones don't even get sold in most stores, anyways, right? So. Yeah, but still. All right, and the last topic before we get to the corners is Google welcomes the podcasting to their uh, their their uh, Google Play. 
Store or Play. What was it called? Play Google. What is it? Google. Google Play Google Music. Play music. Google Play Music. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Um. Took long enough, I guess. Huh? Would you Would you drop Overcast for Google Play Music? Um. No. Even though I'm actually thinking about dropping Overcast to go back to to uh, Downcast. Over Overcast is, um. I think Overcast is so popular amongst the geeks because of Marco Armand. Uh, the app itself is is not bad app, but I get so much more um, done with Downcast versus Overcast. You know what I also think? Mm-hmm. I think you've fallen out of love with Marco Armand. <laughs> <laughs> I think Marco. I think I, I, it's not that I've fallen out of love with Marco Armand. I, I, <laughs> I just that I feel Marco Armand is um, he is a platform that is sort of now overselling himself a little bit here, uh, and uh, I mean the guy is a he's a you know he's nice to listen to. You, you read his stuff. It's it's you know interesting, thoughtful writing. But he is a little bit too defensive for my taste, and mm-hmm. and he's uh, he's very opinionated, which I don't mind. But the thing about it is that his um, his opinionation is his highly o- opinionated uh, outlook on things also translates to his app. And his app, he pretty much feels that it is the way he wants it to be. And if you complain about something, then it's like you're against him, which is not the case. It's like you're against the idea that he may be presenting. It's not against. We're not attacking you, the person, Marco. You know, we're attacking perhaps the viewpoint you have. And you know, the world is about debating, and let's debate it rather than you know having, uh, you know having you be pissed off. But um, yeah, I I was thinking of I was using Overcast the other day, and like um, it annoyed me that I had something in my download queue, right? And I don't use the download queue over over uh, 4G or LTE and it doesn't even give me a, a indication on the outside that there's a download in my queue right which is something that overcast that downcast you could tell downcast to tell you when there's something being downloaded or 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 is part of your download queue right mm-hmm. that's something I'm experiencing with overcast myself I, I just started using it yeah um I don't know if if I if it's just something I haven't figured out yet but with the regular podcast player, you can just select individual podcasts mm. you want to download, right, and save for a later time. Right. Here it doesn't seem to work that way. Like it's either automatically download the latest or don't download anything at all or once you, only once you start playing it. Yeah, well, actually what you can do is you, ha- you can hit the I button and then, then hit download. So you can go down the list of the unload, unplayed section. Or the um, or even a section that you have played already. If you wanted to go and back to download it again, you hit the I button, and then it opens up the thing. And you know the how it says uh, recommend, and then download. You could just click download, and it'll download it. Ah, didn't see that. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a well made app. Um, but there are certain things that you know, like he swears that he is the greatest devel- developer out there. The way he the way he acts, right? I mean, not. On not because because he said so, but the way he acts, this app, it is his interpretation of what a, a podcast app should be, which is not a bad one. The thing is that 
people have been so impressed by him since Tumblr, the Tumblr days and the Insta paper days that no matter what he creates, it's going to get downloaded massively. And then it's like there's nothing you can tell him anymore. Yeah, right. Cool. You know, you're like this great developer who made some, you know, maybe a million or so from the Tumblr sale to uh, to uh, Yahoo. And, uh, you know, only about a million or so. Yeah, you know, a million or so. But Clay, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how much Downcast has changed over the years because I used to use it on my 4S. Mm -hmm. Well, since I'm on Android right now, hey, uh, I'm using Pocket Cast. Yeah, and you might want to check that one out. I, I did. I did use Pocket Cast when I had Android. I I still like Downcast better. I think Downcast to me. Which uh, version did you use? The old one or the new one? Oh, the old one. Yeah, the new one. Yeah, but I, totally I would imagine. Different. I would imagine Downcast and Pocket Cast are very similar. I would imagine they they they, they their philosophy is similar. Mm, yeah, in, yeah. In some degrees. The thing what I hated about Downcast mm. when I used to use it is I don't know if they still do it this way, mm. but if you like uh, have a bunch of uh, po uh, podcasts that are ready to download, mm. right? Then it starts to check every one of them, mm -hmm. right? It checks them one by one, and like. Sometimes it took like what five minutes for which one um, for for downcast. Yeah, yeah. But the thing what Pocketcast does is they do it on the server. Okay. Right? So immediately they check everything on the server and they just push everything out to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that that that's one thing I liked about uh, Pocketcast. Mm -hmm. But I don't I don't I haven't used downcast for like three four years so i'm not one to judge on how good or bad uh downcast is now so. yeah well because i I paid for downcast so long ago that i'm like you know i haven't felt the need to go pay for another one i mean like uh, overcast i i used to use overcast every now and then and now that it's free i decided like let me just give it a shot and if i felt it was worth anything you know w worth staying there i would just you know give marco his whatever you know, to give him a little donation of, you know, a five dollar box or whatever. But I'm not so sure if I'm really in love with with Overcast. I'm 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 really trying to use it. I love the sharing feature. I love that you could share like the reason why Overcast is amazing is that you could share at any point. Um, you know, like you could like I could be listening to an episode. Wow, this is amazing. Rewind at the point where it starts to get interesting, share it out to you know, Twitter and say, hey, listen to this part or, or share it to you guys and say, hey, listen from this point on, you know, which mm -hmm. is what I find interesting about it. Um, I don't really like that he has his own um, URL for whenever you tweet something out. You know, it, you know he has his overcast URL. Um, not really a fan of that so much, but you got, you have to do that if you want to be able to sh to share it at a certain point. I don't know. I'm it's not really it's it's not really working all that well for me compared to uh Downcast, and of course, everybody, all the all the Twitter nerds are like, you know, over, everybody uses Overcast. Of, of you know, the, all the Twitter people. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit like a club. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, it starts out underground and cool, but then everyone catches on to it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the club is the same, music is the same, but it's just you look around. It's every time it's the same people, so you're like, okay, I'm out of here. Yeah. 
pretty much just the same people over and over. Yeah. So we were talking about Google Google Podcast, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <so>, great. <laughs> so so Google basically is now opening up submissions um, to podcast for podcasts. You know, a bunch of big name people have been uh, working with them, and they're gonna be there on day one. Though the downfall I, I feel to uh, Google uh, doing the podcast is um, that they will actually take your feed and then resubmit it to their own feed um so perhaps like stitcher the quality might be less than you would if you were to host it yourself you know like our our last episode was uh encoded in a way where the music stayed um you know um in in high fidelity right i mean as close as i could without having people download a gigabyte you know um Perhaps that episode would sound like garbage on Google Muse, uh, Google Podcasts, and um, I don't know. We, still, I, I mean, our our show has been submitted to it. You know, everybody is saying that it's a bad idea to do it. Perhaps Adam Curry actually made a good point that uh, Google is now saying yes, they will do post rolls and they won't do mid rolls or or pre roll, but that doesn't mean that they won't in the future. They they put their own ads on it. So at the end of it, they will put a post roll ad, and mm. and the downfall to that actually is that you won't get paid for it. That's the downfall, huge downfall. Um. So, what do you guys mm. think? What do you think, Ty? What I think about it is, um, well, first off, it's interesting that they're doing it, and it kind of. It fragments the whole podcasting thing, right? It's already been fragmented, though. I mean, you have Stitcher, you have... Um, yeah, but how fragmented is it? Because the thing is, Stitcher, how popular is Stitcher? The, most people who listen to podcasts use podcast uh, podcasters, right? Right. Well, yeah, it, it, it's starting to really fragment, right? And the post-roll thing... I'm kind of okay with the post role, but indeed, as you said, like, you know, kick us back a couple of whatever. Yeah, a couple of shekels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And especially, you know, I think they should keep to the post. Definitely do not do any mid-rolls unless you as a podcaster say you can do mid-rolls. But I get a kickback from you have it, right? to. I mean, honestly, if there's yeah. a mid-roll, you have to get a kickback from that. But could you imagine if there's a mid-roll and then it, it's done for a, a company you have an absolute distaste for? Mm. You know, a company you don't believe in. They're like, you know, they're, they they eat babies, you know. I mean, could you imagine that? <laughs> you know? So you don't have to right? No, but the thing is, uh, if you put it in such a way that you... I wouldn't really care because the thing is, how much should I care about who is advertising on my platform? Okay, I get in podcasting, you want a little more control over, you know, who wants to, which advertiser do you want? But like, if you look at television, nobody cares as long as you come with the money and here you go. Yes, yeah, so get your slot. I I agree with that, but guess what? We don't get any money. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> then it'll be like uh, this episode of Cybercast was brought to you by the National Rifle Association. <laughs> oh, oh wow! 
<laughs> that would be crazy. Hey, who knows? KKK. <laughs> oh gosh. No. Or depends. <laughs> right? Why not? <laughs> But I, 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 I'm really wondering how it's gonna be like the use of the application and like how discoverability is factored into it and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Because I yeah, if it gets you a million plays, uh, I would have the NRA as a, as a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, when are they going to start rolling it out? I'm not sure. I know that right now they're asking for submissions. Um, they didn't say when. But same yeah. thing with Spotify. Spotify didn't say when either. And by the way, yeah, we submitted, right? Uh, we submitted to Google. We we're we're we're, we're, we're we've been accepted. Um, you know, you know, um, Spotify. Uh, okay. So interesting thing about Spotify is Spotify is actually wanting specific partners. Like they have Twit, right? They have mm. they want specific partners. Guess what? The, if you want to get into Spotify, you you actually you actually have to be part of someone like Libsyn, which is who we use, right? We use Libsyn to post host our show, right? Uh, to host our files. I spoke to Libsyn and asked him. I asked him, "Can we be, you know, considered for the show for for Spotify as you know as a podcast, you know, for their launching?" They said yes. They would they would submit us. Um, yeah, they would uh, provide because our show is actually. Uh, it falls within the guidelines. They want tech shows. They want shows that are sort of evergreen, which we have definitely because last episode was very evergreen. You know, you could listen to uh, the uh, episode fifty of our episode of our podcast and listen to that probably ten years from now and and still get enjoyment from that, right? Um, and we do talk about technology stuff. And they said we would we would consider submitting you guys but you have to use Lipson's like publishing tools which I don't use like I use I use uh, I use Bl Blueberry's uh, publishing tools so if I wanted to use Lipson I would have to go and now completely use everything that Lipson has to offer you know mm -hmm. which is like okay do I really want to be on Spotify I mean is Spotify really gonna get used by people for podcast listening I don't know I mean we're on Stitcher I don't I mean whenever I go to look at our plays on Stitcher it's nothing compared to what we get like via you know itunes i don't know mm. I, i think it depends on how the podcasts uh will be pushed mm. to the listeners that right? i mean now i think now spotify is such a mainstream platform that the people i think they they use it without i guess you know thinking too much about it mm. i mean i think most people have a go-to playlist that they listen to or a library of music that they listen to. But so Tosh, do you think that, so listen, you're on Spotify, you're listening to your playlist and, oh, Cybercast comes up and a two hour episode, are you going to like listen to a two hour episode? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, people might be like, okay, no, skip this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing about podcasts, right? The thing is, a lot of people aren't really familiar with the concept of podcasts. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, probably 90% of the podcasts that are out there are 50 minute plus, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing is, a lot of people are used to like, okay, music is broadly standard is around three to five minutes, right? Most of the time it's around three to four, mm -hmm. right? But with podcasting, it's like, what is pod? What is a podcast, right? Because you do have your two minute podcast, but then you see a three hour long no agenda show, for instance. <laughs> and you're like, hmm, three hours. How the heck am I? Am I? 
I'm not sitting through a movie or something like that. Like, how can I get my enjoyment from it? Right. Right. And th- there's a, a type of disconnect with, uh, you know, us as like we love podcasts and we enjoy listening to two hour podcasts. Right. Right. Yeah. But for a new user who comes right around the block and it's like, wait, I got to sit two hours not seeing anything. I just got to listen. Mm, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, really? Mm-hmm. And there is a disconnect, which I don't know how to solve that disconnect. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys do. I don't. I don't. I don't. But, but what I think the effects will be more that podcast listeners will migrate to Spotify instead of Spotify listeners, you know, adopting podcasts basically. Right? They because might, if, if you're if you're a podcast player and your Spotify converge in this way, you might drop the podcast player in favor of Spotify. Right. And spend more time on Spotify. But you know you know what I fear with that, right? Uh, is that so let's say that does happen. Spotify is is basically very selective about what they'll let in. So you basically will have a you know, a walled off world where not every, like, you know, right now you can go listen to almost any podcast. If Apple, if, if Apple accepted it to iTunes, you can search for it. Or if, even if Apple didn't accept it, you can have, you can put in a URL into your podcast app and basically download any file from anywhere. But Spotify will not allow that, right? You basically yeah. are going to be. And that, in- that was sort of the, the initial philosophy of podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of open access format. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm, but question though, will they still do that once they say, okay, we're all into podcasts? But well, okay. Because the thing is, mm-hmm. wait, wait. What I think they're doing now is like, okay, let's just tip our toe in the pond. Let's see how interesting this is. And then it kind of makes sense to aggregate uh, your content. But. Once you get all in, I do believe they should push out every podcast that wants to be on Spotify. I I I have a feeling they won't. Stitcher, you have to be accepted to Stitcher as well. Not everybody is. You you don't you don't just submit to Stitcher and then say yes, we're on Stitcher. You, you mm-hmm. have to be accepted. Do they have very strict criteria? Yeah, like one thing you have to basically say, oh, check us out on Stitcher, you know, or like you have to have on your website, you know, like a Stitcher button, which we kind of we do. It's in a drop down menu, but we do. Oh, I see. So basically, we didn't get accepted to Stitcher until they were like, oh, we're, there's no button on your website. And I said, well, look at the drop down menu. They're like, oh, okay. And then they were like, okay, oh. fine. Yeah, but then it's a sort of reciprocity thing. It's not like, oh, you ha- you feature this sort of content, so we won't accept you. Right. Even though even though Apple actually, if you know, Apple will kick out podcast, or they will not accept you if your if your stuff is, uh, you know, like if you're talking about killing babies. So well, you just did. So uh, I guess we're done for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would be I would be fine with that. Yeah. All right. All right. So that was the news for to pass couple of weeks um let's let's try something different uh cybercast is uh is going to try to morph a little bit into something slightly different and this week we will try it with uh first ties uh what shall we call your corner the android corner <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what Ty's corner. Right, Ty sits in the corner. corner. What shall we talk about in your corner, Ty? 
Um, so we're going to talk about Google again, of course. Mm -hmm. It's a Google day today, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I believe beginning of the, no, last week, um, there came out this fact that Chrome OS and Android are basically going to merge into each other. And initially they thought Chrome OS would cease to exist completely, but Google came back and said, uh, yeah, we are going to do some stuff with Chrome OS and Android, bringing them together a little bit more, but Chrome OS will definitely still exist. Do you believe that? Um, yes and no. Uh, the thing what they probably will do is do some kind of uh, naming scheme or branding scheme or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But they will definitely uh, merge the things together because look at uh, Microsoft, look at Apple. They are doing the same thing, right? They are? It makes a lot of yeah, in a basic form, yeah. I mean, my, Microsoft has always been merged. Apple basically always says that the they the, the two shall never meet, but yet they always dance close to each other, right? Yeah, exactly. They do don't do it in the exact same way, but they do borrow stuff from each other, right? The one does it more than the other, right? Right. And it makes a lot of sense, and I think it's a good thing that. Um, Chrome OS is getting things from Android and vice versa. Especially well, vice versa, I, I don't necessarily agree with. But like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean, uh, Tosh? Well, uh, as far as I've seen, Chrome OS sort of blows. <laughs> Why? Uh, it's a browser. <laughs> yeah. Well. I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, yeah, that's sort of a joke, of course, but in a sense, it's true. Mm. I mean, if for any serious computer user, it basically doesn't afford you anything that you need. Mm. Unless you're just a person who uses a word ed- editor, right? I mean, yes. yeah, but that, in, at that, not even a decent word editor. Yeah. yeah. Is that bad? Yeah. As far as I've seen, I've only seen one Chromebook in my lifetime, but it was enough for me to say, okay, this is never going to be a serious option for me. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, you say serious uh, PC user, right? I mean, you kind of have to well, define, A computer like, user, even the lightest user. of computer users. Okay, so basically my mom, right? I would yeah. give her a Chromebook. I wouldn't mind giving Maybe for ease of use. Yeah. Still, I think she would be better off with, say, an iPad. Because if, if you're going to go light, why not go iOS or Android? I agree. Mm. I've always thought that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, my mom would be a different, totally different user in that regard because tablets and smartphones it's not going to work for my mom she really wants a desktop type of experience but keep it as simple as possible so just get her Windows XP <laughs> I say a Chromebook exactly what would you say Dick? he's saying Windows, uh, he's saying Chromebook that's what, yeah. that's, that's, so you would say you'd give her a Chromebook for that 
I would. Okay. Well, crumpy seat, and then it would be with. Because mm. the thing is, what she basically does is use the internet, use her email, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And for Chromebook, that's that's all the power you need, right? Mm. That's more than sufficient. Sure, if we take a look at the uses we need, yeah. Chromebook, only way we would get a Chromebook is it would be the living room laptop. And that would might, might be a stretch too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, the, the Chromebook has, has never really interested me that much. Didn't you recommend I get one last week or the last show? No, uh, yeah, I just just try it, man. Because you could just return it if it didn't work for you. Because you, yeah, you, you I, to, I, I you wasn't hassle on the drink, so I like to buy the right thing, man. Yeah, but you you remember you said that because I was saying to to either like do a VM like software on your on your Mac your your laptop or um or or get a Chromebook because you were talking about serve you know logging onto your server. Right, but I don't. Yeah, VM doesn't look like any kind of option I would use for that particular situation. It's like using. Double virtual logging into two double virtual worlds to get to where I want to go. Yeah, that's true. But, but uh, your Mac is so powerful; it's powerful enough to be able to run the virtual machine. Like basically, I could that's not the issue. The issue is not running it. The issue is that I don't want to. I already the server is already like a virtual desktop. Yeah. Like I don't want to be on a virtual desktop to get onto a virtual desktop. Inception. <laughs> I was just gonna say. No. Is it spin? Is it spinning? <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm in snowstorm and shut it. No. Right. In what? I mean, a snowstorm getting shot at. <laughs> <laughs> but like, also the thing about uh, the good thing that would come from getting stuff from Chrome OS to Android would be the security features, because mm. Chrome OS is far more secure and far better implemented in terms of security than it is on Android. Okay. Yeah. So you're basically you're, you're you're down with the the converging and yeah because also like it could get apps on Chrome Chrome OS mm-hmm. for instance you know and you know if they build out the platform even more and more then maybe you know Tosh might be a believer one day <laughs> right. <laughs> Right now, well, the, is, is, it, is it promising basically the same sort of continuity that you have between iOS and uh, OS X or OS X, whatever uh, people call it these days? <laughs> mm, it would be too early to say that mm-hmm. because I mean, right now it's just like the idea of doing it. Right. But the actual implementation of it would probably around Google I.O. next year. Then we would probably hear more about that. Okay. Yeah, but for for Google, that would make sense. I mean, th- that's basically the way that they tie all of their solutions together. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. use a single Google account to access everything, and everything is uh, all your preferences are, are stored across all of those platforms. Right. So, uh, in that sense, I would applaud uh, you know Chrome OS and, and Android converging. Uh, yeah. I just, I just keep wondering who are are those Chromebooks for? <laughs> well, for well right now, a lot of people, especially in America, they use it a lot for uh, education. Oh, I see. 
Yeah. Say it again, Dick. Just because they're cheap? Yeah, they're cheap. And yeah. basically, they're, you, you can have a kid sign on to uh, to any Chromebook with their credentials and their information is there. Because it's, it's a browser, right? I mean, you're using Google Docs. You're using, uh, you know, all of these things that we use for our show, show notes, right? That's it's all on the cloud. It's all on the cloud, is. yeah. Setting on desktop. Right. In, in in that regard, you know, it makes a lot of sense for education as as a purely education device, which you only do your homework on and stuff like that. It makes perfect sense. The main the reason thing, why it makes perfect sense is the cost, though. Would you not agree? The main the reason. Co- the main reason would be one, the cost, but I think also like, uh, for instance, um, collaboration on uh, documents, for instance. Right. You can't do that on an iPad. Well, you can't you do can, it on an yeah, iPad. Like, it's it's not might not be as streamlined for. Yeah. Well, you gotta well the, the, the apps have gotten a lot better for uh, yeah, exactly. the Google applications, even for the mm-hmm. uh, for the Windows uh, or the Microsoft applications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Windows also, the, the thing is, a lot of th- what I heard, like um, before the Chromebooks, it was a lot of iPads, right? Right. Yeah, like the iPad in terms of use in the the classroom. To me, it does. It never made a lot of sense, mm-hmm. right? Because the thing is, if you want to type stuff on an iPad, well, first you need a keyboard for that. A lot of kids though are really good at key, at, at screen keyboards, though. I mean, that's yeah, kind of I almost guess. the future, isn't it? I yeah, guess one thing I, I'm I, I guess I'm that old. concerns me. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've. During my, uh, I guess my middle school, high school days, I didn't get a lot of, you know, computer-based education. But there is one class I remember that was about um, making like basic HTML websites mm-hmm. and uh, making flash animations. Wow, you got. And in, in that sense, you you uh, even as a, as a kid, you you really are able to look past the black box that is the computer. Right. Right. And if everything is just on an iPad, which is, you know, a black box in its purest form, um, I guess in in a way it could enhance teaching uh, because it's such a tactile experience. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I guess that would go mostly for uh, real young kids. Right. But I guess once your the kids get older, um, it would make more sense to do, well, I guess, uh, break open a black box for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Would saying? you guys agree? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, t- totally agree. And I'm so jealous of you, man. I never got, I only got one class in terms of like um, how a computer works, but like, it wasn't about how it works. I I can't describe the class, but I was so frustrated with the class and I didn't like the class. And I was like, I don't care about this. Mm. But like something like HTML or Flash, I would be like, mm, this is kind of interesting, you know. And like hearing like kids are coding in uh, middle school right now, like that's awesome. Mm. Yeah. I, I wish I was born like. Right now, <laughs> this era. Mm. 
Although well, you, then you're, again, you're, you're here now. You could just learn it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still got to sign up for uh, CS50. Yeah. It's, you can go to iTunes. Go iTunes get, you, get yourself a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, there you go. Oh, go to iTunes. <laughs> go to iTunes U. There's so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm still planning to sign up for a CS50, a Harvard class on coding. Yeah, yeah. But I actually have to do it, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah, that's a big hurdle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so that was that was Ty's uh, corner. So basically, your 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 thoughts are that the the, the the this is good news, right? Yeah, this is definitely good news. They they can borrow stuff from each other, and okay. it essentially could, you know, make both spaces even better. Okay, we'll see. We will see. But the twenty fifth, twenty seventeen, I think they said this this stuff is going to probably be finalized. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we'll see. All right, cool. Um, so let's go to Tasha's music corner. Sure. Um, yeah, I think we haven't talked enough about pentatonics yet, so, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, but, uh, um, yeah, sort of, uh, um, in the wake of, uh, their self-titled album, they've released, uh, an expanded version of That's Christmas to Me, uh, a Christmas album they released last year, um, which was somewhat of a hit as well. Mm Um, and, uh, well, they expanded with five new tracks added to the 11 tracks that they had, that had already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I listened to them and what, what I think of, of the Christmas albums that, uh, Pentatonix makes, uh, in general is it's sort of a, a, a step towards, you know, traditional acapella. Mm-hmm. They still, uh, put their own modern twist to it, but I mean, the choice of songs for one, I mean, they're mostly just traditional songs, uh, religious songs, Christmas songs, uh, with just a slight twist. Mm-hmm. But in that sense, also, it is really nice for uh, like a music head like myself because it's real ear candy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, the arrangements that they tend to be a little more, I guess, sophisticated than on their uh, regular EPs and and their uh, their latest album. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for you, Clay, that would mean that it's a lot more like, uh, well, the sort of gospel stuff that you <laughs> tend to dislike from them. <laughs> but you know, but for Christ- me, when it's Christmas mm-hmm. stuff, I don't mind it so much. You don't? Well, it's because stuff. it's all in the same style, basically. Right, so yeah, yeah. It, belong, it all belongs together. Exactly. But the thing about That's Christmas to, we, to Me, as well as their, uh, their previous Christmas EP uh, that's PTXmas. Um, I tend that though that's the only Christmas music that I listen to the year through. Wait, do you listen through it throughout the whole year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I and that's partly because um, a lot of the songs on there they they don't pertain to Christmas pr- specifically. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of it is just, uh, uh, just uh, religious music or gospel music uh, in general mm-hmm. that doesn't have a Christmas theme per se. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for that's Christmas to me. Uh, maybe if I just grab the track list, I can go through a few highlight highlights real quick. Mm-hmm. Did any of you listen to it? By the way, um, no, I have, I have it. I have it queued up. It's kind of early. 
<laughs> Maybe in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you're in the spirit. Um, well, that's Christmas to me. Um, well, one track I know that Ty will like, um, that is, well, the title track, that's Christmas to me. Because it sort of sounds like uh, your favorite track from the Pentatonix album. Okay. I definitely got to check that one out then. Yeah, it's like Close Harmony uh, has that sort of... Uh, boys to men vibe as well mm, uh nice. did you know that's a real epic sort of uh i guess church song um with a very nice build-up and actually for the extended track listing for the deluxe edition uh they have another rendition of that song with a string ensemble backing them up which makes the epicness even more epic <laughs> this child that you Let's see. Uh, they have a really nice version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town um, with a sort of R&B twist to it. Kind and, of like uh, uh, Jackson 5 or no? <laughs> no, a little more modern than that, I would say. Okay. And I guess a little more pentatonic than that. Um, I guess it sort of com- it compares more to uh, the, the Beyonce medley that they did. I don't know if you heard that one, but it has these really intricate sort of harmonizations, uh, which uh, at a breakneck speed as well. So uh, especially that I really like about that song. Uh, Also, um, White Winter Hymnal, um, which is actually sort of an alternative pop song, uh, but for some reason it does really fit with... uh, with the Christmas vibe, I guess. But it, it's a really cool song because it features a sort of hand clapping and, and a body percussion as, as a backing, which they do uh, with the five of them in a sort of ensemble. So uh, that's one that you really have to look at the video to see what they're actually doing rhythmically. Mm. Okay. And uh, I guess it's a last recommendation from the, the regular album, I guess. It's... Uh, a mashup of Winter Wonderland and Don't Worry, Be Happy. 
That's a, that's a feature by Tori Kelly. And it's really cool how to mix those two songs, which don't have anything to do with each other, yeah. <laughs> how to match them up. Is that Winter Wonderland and Don't Worry, Be Happy? Yeah, the Bobby McFerrin song, it's yeah. A blatant, it's a blatant mashup. Yeah. Yeah, and but it works for some reason. Okay, so there, like I said, there are five bonus tracks. Uh, it's Joy to the World, Just for Now, The First Noel, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and like I said, Mary Did You Know with a string ensemble. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the highlights out of these five tracks would be um, Just for Now. How did you know it's what I always wanted? Features a solo by uh, their beautiful countertenor Mitch. Mm. Um, well, you, you talked about goosebumps last time, right, Clay? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I expect some goosebumps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, out of this listing, I also like uh, the first Noel. I mean, it's a bit of a traditional song as well, but um, they try to try to approach it a little different mm-hmm. than than you would expect. But yeah, in general, if you like pentatonics and you like um, the way that they approach arrangements, then their Christmas stuff is, is some of the best. Uh, well, if you really want to focus in on those arrangements, because mm-hmm. they're, they're it's really all really intricate and really well performed. Mm-hmm. They, they want to be known for their, uh, their Christmas performances, huh? Don't well, I guess, I guess it's a good way to make money as an acapella group. I guess, yeah. Because it's, they sort of go together, right? Uh, the, the sort of choir music and, and Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I do understand that they uh, chose to, to re-release that, that album this year. Mm-hmm. Because it was such a big hit last year. So why not, right? And the, with, even it. more so with the hype of the, the other album uh, behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Christmas album went uh, platinum, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess they keep uh, 
uh, defying the expectations that people have of acapella music. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yep. Well, since none of you uh, have listened to this album, uh, go listen to it. Yep. We'll and uh, one little thing that I would like to mention as well is a documentary that I saw on uh, Netflix. Mm. Uh-huh. It's called uh, Keith Richards Under the Influence. And I guess in, uh, when it relates to Keith Richards, I mean, the, the famous guitarist from the Rolling Stones, it pertains to his addiction, of course, but also to his musical influences. And that's what the documentary mostly is about. Okay. It basically uh, documents the recording process of his latest solo album, um, which he made together with uh, Steve Jordan, um, who I actually didn't know. I didn't know that they were were that close because I, I know Steve Jordan from, you know, listening to a lot of John Mayer and they are, uh, you know, long, long time uh, collaborators. But apparently he has a good a good relationship with Keith as well and has been in his band as, uh, as well. Mm. Um, but, you know, just just seeing Keith being Keith, that that is enough to justify watching this documentary. I mean, that guy, sometimes I tend to think, okay, the, the, the Stones are really getting too old to be on stage. But <laughs> <laughs> just looking at Keith, he's like, he's, he's going to rock until he drops dead on the stage mm. <laughs> i mean he's, he's just a, a force of nature and just uh, such a character mm. yeah he's larger than life he is he still is he, i mean even though he's, he's getting up there in years he's still he hasn't mentally he hasn't aged at all mm. still get the ladies <laughs> he probably <laughs> <laughs> i would imagine that's funny, so. <laughs> that's funny though Right, the same age. And and I I never really realized how much of a um how how versed he is in in music in general. Mm. I mean, I I always tend to mentally compare him to George Harrison, mm. and always think, yeah, George Harrison is so much more sophisticated in his playing, and, or was he, of course, so much more sophisticated in his playing. But Keith, I mean, uh. If, if you see, well, him playing during the documentary, but also talking about his influences, um, he's studied. Mm. He's, uh, he's really studied music, and uh, he really knows his stuff. Mm, okay, cool. I'm going to check it out. Yep. Same. Yeah, it's on Netflix, so yep. check it out. Did you all check out Conspiracy yet? No, nobody? Oh, I started yeah, I watching it, but I, I got turned off. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's a little bit too uh, sidegeist for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I think listen, just listen for the information, man. Right? <laughs> see if it, and you can debunk it if it needs to be debunked. Okay, yeah, it's, definitely. It's very interesting, Dick. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was. Okay, I'll, I'll watch it tonight. Actually, since I'm I'm off, so I'll watch it tonight. Okay. All right, cool. Let's go to Dick's freaky corner. Well, yeah, if you, if you're listening with kids, maybe just. Turn the podcast off and go to something fun. Uh, is it freaky? <laughs> I mean, uh, we're just gonna talk about Zola. And if everybody knows, if anybody that hears this knows what that is, then you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> and change your your internet circle. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so 
are you guys kind of caught up with Zola or, or, or where are we short? I'm pretty sure I'm halfway through. It's a long, it's a long tweet story. It was just a, it was basically just a Twitter story that went viral where this, uh, I don't know if she's an, I don't know if she's still a stripper or an ex-stripper now, but this happened like last month, maybe end of last month. That's when she tweeted it. So I don't know how old the story is though. Mm. Yeah, because so, this, this story that you linked to is from October the 28th. Yeah, but the tweet started on the 27th. Okay. But who's to say that when it, when it happened, it could have been two years ago, right? It could have been mm. last week, you know? But the, the girl, she's, she's, only, she's only 18 or something, right? Um, I thought she was 19. I believe she's 19. Well, it, must be, it must have been pretty recent. I, I hope so. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you would hope, but the guy, the do I do I have to do I have to recap the story? Do you guys need? Yeah, me please that? do. Okay, so this this girl Zola uh, was a waitress at Hooters, but she was also a stripper. And then this this girl, she goes out of her way to to call her a white girl. So this white girl, uh, so Zola's is I would say she's black, based on the pictures. Um. She's a black girl, and she's about 19. So she said, Hooters, this girl's like, hey, uh, I'm a dancer. She's like, ah, I dance too. How I, how, how coincidental. So they kind of become friends because they're both strippers, not just dancers. They're strippers. She's like, hey. The next day she's like, hey, you want to come to Florida with me? I'm, I want to go uh, dance in Tampa and make some money. And what's funny to me is that I know somebody who's done that, so... It, that sounded very legit to me. Going to Tampa, of all places, I've heard people go from Texas to Tampa to go make money at strip clubs. Really? Um, yeah, does that yeah. have a, a good stripper scene? I, I, I really didn't know, but you know, I have some friends from there too, and they always say, "Hey, man, we got some good strip clubs here." But yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, even even more so than Miami. I know people that have gone to both, but the fact that I hear Tampa twice. At least twice, and I might have heard it more. It means there's probably a, a good scene there for it, or maybe this kind of stuff goes on. Um, so she convinces her to go, and apparently Zola has already been before and made like fifteen grand. So she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go." So uh, you know, she wants to know who's going first. She's like, "Oh, it's gonna be my boyfriend and our roommate, um, and you, and of course me." So they pick her up. And they drive 17 hours from Detroit to Tampa. And when they get there, they're not really making any money. So the boyfriend is with them. And the roommate, uh, he's, he's also a, a, a big guy. And she, um, Zola, when she met her the first time, she was with another big guy. The, the first girl was with a big guy. That was her sugar daddy. Sugar daddy is just somebody that, that buys you stuff and takes you places. So in the car, she texts her. She's like, is this another sugar daddy of yours? Because he was another big black guy. And apparently he had the phone and he saw the text. Because <laughs> he's using he's like, a phone no. for the GPS, right? Yeah. He's using the phone. He's like, he's like I'm not a sugar daddy. I'm, I'm her, her her roommate. We've been friends for a long time. Me and her boyfriend and her, we've been friends for a long time. So anyway, uh, they get to Tampa um, and they don't make any money. And she also finds out that the, the roommate is her, it's her pimp. Her, her ex-pimp or still her pimp. Yeah, well, he, she said he, he used to take care of me, which means he was like a pimp. That's what that, that term usually means. Mm -hmm. But when you find out why they, why they are down there, you, she's still her pimp. <laughs> yeah. So, 
It's her family. Uh, the boyfriend doesn't know this. The boyfriend has no clue. He's just along for the ride. He just, he really thinks they're just all friends, and that's her roommate. But I think they used to. He says she says she used to be with him. So right, right. You know, I don't know what that means like sexually or just like I used to work for him. Who knows how that works? Or both. <laughs> right. Or both. So. Uh, after the weeknight at the, the strip club that didn't make a lot of money, he says, hey, you guys want to go uh, prostitute out of the room? And Zola's like, no. And then the other girl's like, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm here for. So he sets up for some guys to come up. Doesn't Not too many show up. And then Zola sets up a back page for her. Now, back page is, uh, are you guys familiar with back page? I could, I could, I could sort of assume that it's like advertisement people post a bunch of yeah people post a bunch of stuff um i don't know what all you can post there i mean i just i just look for like the body rubs that's what i go for um if i'm ever on back page but i heard those those are some of those sting operations so you know yeah you gotta be careful but uh yeah that's the kind of stuff they host and they're and they apparently they also have uh, ever uh, advertisement <laughs> <laughs> wow for prostitution. For prostitution. Wow. Yeah. So that's not what I go for. <laughs> that's not. That's not what I go for. <laughs> anyway, my experience with back pages is all positive, all positive stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all above the belt. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm not gonna get into it. That's not what this episode is about. It's about Zola. So uh-huh. she makes her Zola makes her back page page, and what's her name again? Uh, Jennifer. Jessica. 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 Yes. So with that back page page, she gets like twenty dudes to come. She she charges five hundred a pop instead of a hundred dollars a pop that her her pimp does. So at the end of the night, his pimp is like, "How much did you make?" And she's like, fifty five hundred. And she's like, "Zola's so looking at her like, why would you tell him?" All the money you made, but he only thinks three guys came up here, you know. So he gives her all the money, um, and then uh, the boyfriend finds out that she's been hooking. <laughs> so he makes like a big deal out of it, you know. He's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you did that!" And he starts crying. And the next night, the, the pimp is like, "We're going back out. Let's do this again." And the boy was like, "No, it's not gonna happen." And. Uh, <laughs> But he tries to get her to go home. And did you get to this part, Clay? No, not yet. <laughs> oh, man. It gets pretty terrible. So, you know, the pimp... Actually, the pimp is with his fiance too. What? Pimp. His fiance. Wait, yeah. what? Wait, what? When when, when, did, when did the fiance show up? No, no, she... The fiance... She, the, she lives in the Tampa. fiance came later. Yeah, yeah. She lives in Tampa. She's with them during the summer. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah fiance, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, I, I got that mixed up. So, um, he, he kind of has a little moment. He has a little scene. He makes a little scene. And uh, this guy, the pimp comes in, and he, uh, oh, oh he, he puts her on blast. He puts it on Facebook, the boyfriend. Mm. He puts the whole thing on, he puts her back page post on Facebook. So, and he shows it to the girl. She starts crying. Jessica starts crying. <laughs> the pimp finds out. The pimp wants to kill him, but doesn't. 
Instead, he says, I'm going to take his manhood from him. No, gosh. What? What do you, what do you think that means? Some form of castration? Nah, he didn't do that. What he did is he he he, he sat down. Uh, first, he told the guy to delete the post. Then he took his girlfriend. His fiance unbuckled his pants, sat down on the edge of the bed, and he made his girlfriend, Jessica, suck him off. Oh, my While gosh. He, he just had to watch. She had his girlfriend uh, do stuff for him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Clean the royal stuff. And and then he uh he went full out and and smashed in front of him. Oh boy. Yeah. And and that that's actually what happened, uh according to her. So I was like, wow. According to Zola. And and, and Zola yeah. was just uh, a bystander. Zola was looking at like at this point. Her, her reaction on Twitter was like I was thinking like, what the F? Oh my god, she said her jaw was on the floor. <laughs> she was like she couldn't believe what was happening. What wow. she was seeing. So that really screwed that dude up. <laughs> I think mentally, probably did a lot for him. Uh, to the point where I, he—I don't—I don't know. If it was this time or the next day? But he—he uh, he tried to kill himself. Oh gosh! Yeah, because he's like—he's like, we're going back. I'm, I want to go back. And then the dude, the people's like, you can go back, but she needs to stay. We need to make this money. And he actually tries to jump off the balcony, but gets caught by his pants. Oh my gosh! Well, he actually was, jumped. I didn't know it was this. This story was gonna take this kind of turn. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, wait for it, man. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. Wait for what? Yeah, that, that's another twist, right? Oh, you, you're talking about where she gets uh. <laughs> so the next night when they go out. Yeah. They get a call like the last the last call of the night, and these guys are offering. What five grand for two two women? And Zola's yes. like, hmm, we only have one woman. And they're like, okay, we'll give two grand for one woman. So they she takes you to this last stop. They just snatch her. So Zola runs and leaves. And uh, they snatch who? They, Jessica? Yeah, they just grab her as soon as she opens the door. They just grab her. She ends up calling the pimp, and uh, the pimp comes up and he he he. he Damn, I missed a part of the story that actually <laughs> ties into this. Uh, the first night they were out, the boyfriend was talking to this guy outside of the hotel. And he was telling them what they were doing there. And that guy kidnapped Jessica. That was the last guy uh, they went to go see. Because he also is a pimp. Oh my gosh. So they, they kind of took her in the room. Uh, the pimp went to go save her. Shot the guy in the face. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was murder. You kidding me? And they ran and they ran off. Yeah. Wow. And Zola and saw all of this? Zola saw all of this. The next day they went on the plane. Uh Jessica ended up staying with the pimp to make more money. Okay. Yeah, and they went back and then uh, a couple weeks later they got arrested. So that that part of the story is true. That guy is arrested. He's in you know, they got arrested in Nevada for uh he got it was like trafficking, uh human trafficking. Wow. Like sexual assault. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And she put all that on Twitter. She put all that on Twitter. And more to be continued, right? Huh? She's coming out with uh new stories soon. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. 
But you know, Washington Post uh, said some of that stuff was lies. Nobody got shot in the face. Nobody tried to commit suicide. That's what they claim. So, uh, so you know, it was slightly dramatized. Slightly dramatized. Um, I don't know everything that was dramatized, but yeah. And I don't know what proof they have that, that it happened or didn't happen, though. I mean, how, how do you prove that? Yeah, yeah. I guess it, only if you were right there in the room, you, I would say. Right. You'd be able to and, really and testify to something like that. You know what she should have mm-hmm. done? She should have periscoped mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been dead, man. But you know what? They also question whether or not she didn't participate in, uh, in, the, in the hooking. Oh, so oh yeah, maybe she just wants to save face and she kind of conveniently left it out. That's what it sounds like. But there was a back page yeah. page for her as well during that time. Oh, and it's it? still archived. Yeah, it's archived. You can go see it. I haven't seen it. Um, I'll go to that as part of my research. <laughs> what are you? Are you writing a book about this? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just uh, want to be able to speak more about it. Like, yes, I saw the page, and she had on these clothes but uh yeah so she had a page she said it was created by the pimp for her against her will so i don't know wow okay yeah Uh, i know i I didn't expect the story to take that turn but uh there you have it listeners (laughs) it's like gta comes to life yeah (laughs) jeez all right and that was dick's freaky corner (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Freaky indeed. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, how do we go from there? <laughs> oh, um, Next time he's gonna make sure he reads it. <laughs> 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 wow, okay. <laughs> All right. Um. It, 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 it was famous on the internet. I mean, it, it had to be discussed. Yeah, okay. It went viral. Okay. All right, cool. Wow. Um. <laughs> okay. Wow. So I'm, where do you find you? Huh? Yeah, I'm at uh, CW Daily on the Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on Backpage, but uh, wow. Um, wow. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, <clears throat> All right, There's cool. pharmacists on back page, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I would, I would imagine so, Dick. All right, Dick, where shall we find you? <laughs> uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Zoller Moon. Oh my gosh, underscore um, Zoller Moon. <laughs> Dick underscore Daily. Throw Matt. Cool. And Ty, shall, shall we find you at the Twitters? Uh, you can find me at ty09. On Twitter, Instagram. Mm, yeah, that's the most interesting stuff. So, Cool. And Tosh? I'm at Tosh Polak on Twitter. And the website is still www.toshiropolak.com. Cool. All right. And I'm CW Daily on the Twitters and everywhere else. And uh, our website is C-Y-B-R-C-A-R-S-T. Did I spell it right? <laughs> C-Y-B-R-C-A-S-T (laughs) And we're on the Twitters as C-Y-B-R-C-A-S-T And uh, this has been Cybercast051 Ciao
Hello. Later. Return to your regular scheduled programming. Wow, I did not expect that story to have a twist <laughs> really? like that. What the heck? Wow. Shot in the face? <laughs> yes. I think but you broke it, it, Clay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, the thing is, though, that's why I wanted to talk about the Washington Post one after because it said that wasn't true. So she says that, but now that you can feel you can feel better that it may not have happened. I'm not so sure if I feel better about it, Dick. Right? To me, it sounds like she sort of conflated a couple of different stories. Mm. Yeah. Quite possibly. Wow. I mean, it's very to me, it just sounds read. a little bit too elaborate. Very elaborate, like over the top elaborate. I mean, right. how, how, how do you remember all those things? Like, what, she wasn't tweeting them at the same time as it was happening, right? No, mm. no. She was recapping it, sort of. Yeah. I mean, like, there's at some point she says, uh, so the guy says, so and so, you know, quotation marks verbatim. Like, I, I have a really hard time remembering things verbatim if I don't write them down. And I think what even in her verbatim, she had a misspelling, so who knows what it's <laughs> <laughs> what it actually was, yeah. So it was, it was her verbatim was invalid. <laughs> Misspelled verbatims. <laughs> well, I guess it's the same way that people use the word literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. I re- that, literally that's exactly died. what you did. <laughs> I literally told him something along the lines of get the fuck out. <laughs> Literally. <laughs>